one big thing is distracting. And when you distract, you're not finishing things, you're not getting things done, or things can fall through the loops. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. This week, I'm speaking with Tree Ride, human behavior expert. And wow, what an episode. If you are a busy realtor, constantly distracted, or being busy and not accomplishing what you dream of, or if you are a pleasing realtor, always available for your clients and negotiating with other realtors and going above and beyond all the time, you might be getting overwhelmed or even resentful sometimes. So if you are any of those, this episode is for you. Let's get to my chat with Tree. Hi, Tree. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. You are a human behavior expert. So tell us, how can realtors stay on top of their game? Well, realtors can stay on top of their game by understanding. um, They already understand the industry. It's high pressure, right? It's very fast paced, especially now, right? Like extremely fast paced. And so what happens when there's extremely fast pace, there's lots of pressure. And us as human beings, we have different ways in how we cope in life, right? And there was a, a very well-renowned family therapist called Virginia Satir, and she came up with um, a metaphor with how people cope. And I'll, I'll just quickly tell that to you. So, so the metaphor goes like this. There's four people in a boat and there's a hole in the boat, right? So for example, a realtor, if they're like trying to to put a couple of houses on up online or what you help out with, of course. And, um, and they're trying to get it done really, really fast. And um, so there's four people and there's a hole in the boat. Okay. The boat is sinking, the boat's going down and you can either blame. So who put the hole in the boat, right? Or you can try to please and fix, right? I'll swim to shore. So the boat won't sink so fast. Or you can compute or dissect, right? At this rate, this boat's gonna be sunk in 3.4 minutes. Or you can distract, right? And distracting would be like, oh, look, there's a bird, right? So nobody's actually fixing the hole in the boat. Nice. So um, a lot of what happens when people get into overwhelm or they're getting stressed out, they can, the most common ones where they can try to please and fix. And when you try to please and fix, resentment builds, right? So also getting into overwhelm or another common one is to compute. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's computing, they're in their head and then distraction happens for either one, right? Even blaming, it's all gets people into an emotional state, right? Mm-hmm. So one big thing is distracting. And when you distract, you're not finishing things, you're not getting things done, or things can fall through the loops, right? Yeah. So it's understanding how you cope specifically and creating boundaries around it. Yeah. So, cre- yeah. So, creating boundaries if you're a pleaser, you want to make sure that you're giving yourself enough time. If you're computing, you want to 
snap out of it, right? <laughs> and maybe distract in a good way. But if you're distracting in a negative way, like I work with a lot of people, whether they bite their nails or they're smoking or overeating, these are all ways that people can distract in negative ways. Yeah, I find like with realtors, what I hear is they would distract by jumping on to do anything else but. So that's why things fall through the loop. They'll jump in and help someone with that, help someone with that, answer this question, but really not focusing. So how can they cope with the distraction? Well, and it's it's actually moving through and creating positive distractions, right? Because the way that they're 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 misaligning their focus basically is what you're saying is that there's a distraction and what's happening is they're getting in an emotion a heightened emotional state which what we call is the bell curve of frustration right so they're all of us as human beings the bell curve of frustration you're either denial anger bargaining right like well if i do this then they'll do this if i do this then they'll do this and then sadness and, but it's really just an emotional state. And us as humans, we're emotional beings. We're in emotion every moment of every day. That's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it could be a happy emotion. It could be whatever the emotion is, right? But it's, it's, it's understanding that, oh, okay, what do I need right now? So it, how, how people, whatever's in front of the person, that's how they're responding to the world. Right. So say they're getting pressure from their client or maybe it's a realtor that works for a larger realtor. Right. Or maybe also too pressures from home. If they're a mom and they have kids or a dad or or they have a parent that's sick yeah, or you name it, it's life. Right. Yeah. And that that actually, you know, puts logs into the fire of this frustration. And then all of a sudden something they're going to react in some sort of way right? So they're reacting, they're either distracting or they're, they're putting, they're trying to like, Ooh, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, boom, and throw it like elsewhere. Right. And then just being like, okay, all right. You know, right. But it's, it's, it's what's more useful is that they're actually responding. Right. So you want to respond in a way of what's useful so that things don't slip through the cracks. So that even when they're servicing their clients it's in a more resourceful state mm -hmm. right because even their clients i'm sure can see that they're distracting or or that they're in an emotional state no matter how much we try to hide it you can see it right it's like how are you fine <laughs> <laughs> like oh okay <laughs> but are you really <laughs> yeah it to your face <laughs> Yeah. And, and we've all seen people like that, but so it's, it's, it's having mechanisms in place to really keep yourself grounded so that you're not allowing your usual coping mechanisms to be heightened to the yeah. point where you are distracting in a negative way. I love that. I love that you mentioned responding and reacting. Tell us a little bit, how to identify when you're responding and when you're reacting, what's the impact? Yeah. So reacting is really staying in the emotional state and whether it's, it's, I, I don't know if this is an actual term, but whether you're freaking out, right. But if you're reacting, it's normally unuseful, right? So if an example of that is somebody's had a bad day, maybe they were stuck in traffic, running late all day, their kids sick, they're, you know, they have deadlines and, and all these pressures 
and then something comes up all of a sudden boom they're going to react right whereas a response is understanding what emotional state you're in okay knowing your coping mechanisms and then really getting yourself into a useful state so that you're responding to whether it's a client, a colleague, um, a spouse, even your kids, right? In a resourceful response, right? So you're in a resourceful state and you're responding. It's almost as if like you're, you're, you're reading the menu in a restaurant as opposed to like, Hey everybody, right? Like it's more, this is an emotional, a reaction is emotional, a response is very like, okay, yeah, this is what's going on. And I'm just responding mm-hmm. in a useful state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find once realtors, especially they're in, in the pressure, the moment, whatever, everything. And then they start dealing, let's say with each other, trying to deal on a, on a house and then react, react, react. It just escalates versus, hey, this is where we're at. This is a negotiation. That's the process, whatever. It's more useful, like you said. Yeah, so if they focused more on the actual process mm-hmm. and the tasks as opposed to the emotion, it's almost like being at a horse race, right? Like, oh my god, number fun, or like pick me, pick me, right? Like, and but and and sometimes that could be fun, right? And it could even be useful depending on the client that they're working with. But being having more of a response is is good for them is good for their client overall, right? Even if it's a, if you're, um, if you've been in the business for a longer period of time and you're a mentor in terms of like you have uh, realtors underneath you, you want to make sure that you're definitely modeling that for them Love because it. that's the mood or energy that you want for the, the realtors that you're grooming, right? That's also overall, you're going to end up with more clientele because they had a positive experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Modeling what you want your realtors to be your team. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And if, cause if you're reacting, then, the, then not even from a conscious level, but subconscious, like, Oh, that behavior is fine. Mm. Where it's not useful. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to model what it is, how, how you want your team to, to, to respond to their clients. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. One thing you mentioned, I'm thinking of pleasing. So a lot of realtors, it's a service business. They're dealing with people. I would say a lot of them are very pleasing and they want to do everything for their clients. So they'll jump in, they'll answer emails at midnight and 6 a.m. Monday to Sunday and then get really overwhelmed. So what kind of boundaries or tips do you have for those realtors? Yeah, so pleaser as well so it's it's you know you're normally two out of the four right everybody every human being on the face of this planet fall into two at least two of the you're either blaming blaming others blame self you're either pleasing computing or distracting right and so with a pleaser the common tendency is if you're ple- if you're trying to fix or you're 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 even answering things at all hours of the night you're going to end up in resentment right so I, to, to really create the boundaries, you want to think of it in terms of time tickets. So you can rip up like 10 pieces of paper, right? And think about like how much, okay, this is all the time you have during the day. Who are you going to give a ticket to? Mm-hmm. And once you're out, you're out, right? Because if you don't keep the boundaries around, 
you want to make sure that you give yourself how many you need. And it's different from day to day, right? Like some days you wake up, you have all kinds of energy. Some days, not so much. And that's the way it is. And know, manage the expectations, right? So if you're a pleaser and you know you're a pleaser, manage your expectations. One, you're not going to be able to do, be 100%, 100% of the time. That's just not how humans work. Humans work. We're humans, right? Realtors, you're not robots. Well, if you are, let me know. If you are, let me know, because that would be cool. Um, So really, in terms of time, seeing how much time or what, what you have available, and it's okay that certain days that you don't have that much time or energy, right? And managing your client's expectations, because if you start answering things at all hours, then that's, they're just going to expect that. Right. So when you're managing your client's expectations, be really clear about where your boundaries are, because if you don't have any, nor will your clients. Yeah. And I think from that point, everybody will have different boundaries. Some people might say, I'll answer emails from 6 a.m. to 4 or from 10 a.m. to midnight, whatever you pick. Right. It has to be what works for you. Yeah. And us as humans, we're good at following rules. (laughs) <laughs> so if, if a realtor, if they like exactly what you said, mode, if they um, say, okay, I'm only answering texts through this time or that time or whatever, then people are going to follow your rules. Yeah. Yeah. True. Expecting, mm-hmm. setting up the expectations, having your rules and then people will just get on board because it is what it is. You don't walk in through big corporation and dictate how they're going to service you. Mm-hmm. Well, and also as realtors, people are going to them because they are the, the, the specialist, right? Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to fall. They're just going to follow their lead. Right. Whereas, so if you are a pleaser, know that you have more power than you think you have, mm-hmm. right. Just to, to please and fix. And a lot of, t- a lot of pleasers, they tend to fix as well. Whereas you want to allow other people to grow right? If you're going around fixing everything, then essentially you're taking away somebody's opportunity to, to learn and grow or to learn how to do something specific Yeah. or to make, even to make a mistake. Cause there is no such thing as failure in life. There's only feedback. Nice. True. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going back to distract a little bit. If you're thinking of three key actions that realtors can put in place, like either how to identify when they're distracting or what to do when they realize they're distracting? What would you say? Well, if they if they are distractors, and I actually fall in that pocket, I'm a pleaser distractor, right? So it's easy for me to like, oh wow, that's that's pretty. I'm going over there, right? But <laughs> to <shiny>. really, <laughs> yeah, it's shiny. I'm going, yeah. And so it, it's it's having mechanisms in place. So for for me specifically, I love music. So if I know that I need to stay and focus on something, I'm going to play music so that I can get in, in the zone of what I need to do. I also have mechanisms in place in terms of like, I have all different uh, emails for different businesses that I have. Right. So to make sure if I'm focusing on this, focus on this. Right. And even, you know, my common tendency is to um, distract, but to catch myself when I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. Catch myself. Oh, okay. I'll get to that later. Right. 
because it, it, it really is important, especially as realtors, if you are a distractor, then you can get things mixed up. And especially when you're working with um, time sensitive paperwork, uh, accurate sensitive paperwork, want to make sure that you have your mechanisms in place. So maybe it's a process. Maybe you have um, a list of things that you take off that you make sure that you've done before you go to the next project, mm-hmm. right? Maybe maybe it's, it's specific songs or something, right? You know what? I'm going to work on this for this playlist, right? And especially if it's something that you don't like doing, like for me, my taxes, right? <laughs> it's just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going to work on it for this short playlist and then I'll get back to it again afterwards, right? So it's legit to know like what, where your tension span is because mm-hmm. otherwise it's unuseful too because you're not going to be able to stay focused enough. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Keep focus, avoid distraction, catch yourself. Watch yourself, use music or use other things that you like to keep yourself in the zone of what it is that you're doing. Nice. Focus. I love it. Cool. So you're a business owner. What's the best advice you've ever received as a business owner that would apply to any other business owner? You want to respond instead of react. Okay. Okay. It's very important because as a business owner with employees, if you're reacting, then all of the employees, it, it, it subconsciously, it's like, oh, that's okay behavior. And, and when, when you, when you're a business owner and you're responding and then that trickles down. Yeah. So there's, there's less, and there's less reaction and also even um, maintaining clients' expectations. Right. Yeah. Like, like under promise over deliver. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On expectations. Amazing. Thank you so much. That was awesome information. Lots of tips for realtors. Do you have any program you want to share? Anything that you've done that would be helpful for realtors? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, people can reach reach me at burlingtonhypnosis.ca or uh, you can email me and I'm happy to give a free hypnosis audio on life and flexibility because really this react respond or to to get out of distracting or to create the boundaries it's all about flexibility in life right so hey change happens regardless so you can email me at tree at burlingtonhypnosis.ca so that's tree t-r-e-e just like a tree outside at burlingtonhypnosis.ca and i'm happy to 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 give that out that's awesome life and flexibility like we all need that that's amazing Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. I can't wait to share it with everyone. Awesome. My pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for joining. If you know anyone who could get tips and tricks from this episode, please share.